on the beach and poetry readings then this isn't for you this is Skidmark show powered by Pennzoil. hey this is Jesse James the Breaking Jackal and the Full Throttle Slur and you're down right smack dab on top of the Skidmark show crank it up yeah this is Brett Michaels and you're listening to Skidmarks yeah. right here and we're about to rip it up tonight Ooh. rock hard ride hard hey this is LJ from 7 Us and you're listening to Skidmarks see you out there God bless y'all it's been a while since we've been hanging out, brother. It's been a long time. What have you been up to in these past month, weeks? Because it was like San Antonio when we saw each other last, I think. You know me. I'm into cars. Yeah. I'm, I'm into ha- in Dallas. There's always something going on. You've been buying cars? You know, buying cars, selling cars. You Good. Know, I always, always got to sell them. The, the easy part for me is buying. you saying just buying doesn't keep the business going? No. It's okay. a one-sided deal. Oh, okay. For me, it, it keeps me happy, but it doesn't then, keep the other half happy. Gotcha. So then I've got to sell them. So then I selectively go in. Uh-huh. And I say, okay, uh, I've seen this car for a while. Well, we can let that one go. Time to see. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ran into a guy the other day and he said to me, he goes, hey, I was just on your website, man, and everything's sold. And I go, yeah, you better just check out eBay. Yeah. That's when I get ready to sell things. I oh. put them up on eBay and let them go. <laughs> you know, so there's no like inventory list that's out there running. Awesome. Well, at least you're making some money. Oh, got hey, uh, What about you? Um, broke ZZ Top. You broke ZZ Top? Yes. Why? We, Billy Gibbons? Dusty Hill. What'd you do to him? We broke him. Broke his shoulder. No way. Yeah. They were going to play a concert. I was at the concert and they were supposed to go on at nine. Next thing you know, it's like 945 and they go, uh, they're not going to play tonight because he was backstage. Right. And they have this really weird concrete step that's at an angle. Did you did you pour something on it? Did no, no. Something? No, you can't see it. Oh, okay. And it was in the dark and he wears oh. sunglasses at night like Corey Hart. And he didn't see it, and he tripped. And well, he's a sharp-dressed man. He is a sharp-dressed man. Now he's a sharp-dressed man with a shoulder sling. Ooh. They canceled or postponed the rest of their tour. Really? Yeah, we broke ZZ Top. Why didn't you just go on without the drummer? No, this was uh, Dusty. Frank Beard's Dusty the drummer. Is... Dusty's the bass player. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I'm all confused. Yeah, I get du- him confused. The two guys in the beards. I know there's Billy. The other one's Dusty with the beard. Right. Are you sure Dusty didn't play drums? Frank Beard is the one without the beard that plays drums. Well, see, I'm all confused. That's his name's Beard, and he doesn't have a beard, but he plays plays drums. That's how you remember it. Oh, man. So, yeah, we broke them, and they have to postpone, and we broke ZZ Top. You, and you, you've been around a lot of bands lately. I have been around a lot of bands. I, I've been following you on Twitter. Yeah, I uh, got to see the weirdest show ever, the Pussifer Show. Yeah. Which, do you know what that is? I don't think I want to know. Well, I don't know what it is either, and I was there. <laughs> it had Explain wrestling. That. It had wrestling. It had luchador wrestling during the show. Like John Cena type? No, not... Thing? Well, kind of, yeah. They were slamming each... They had a real ring. They were slamming each other around. They uh-huh. were doing the headlocks and the stuff, but it's the the, the Mexican wrestling with the masks. Oh, right, right, okay. And then that was the opening act was the wrestling. Nacho Libre. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's it. Right, off the top rope. Just got like it. that. And then when the band was out playing, the wrestlers came back out and they would dance. To the music? Yes, to the band playing. Oh. And it's the lead singer from Tool, Maynard James Keenan. It's one of his side bands. Right, you would think it would be entertaining. Yeah. I still don't know what happened. I've got some breaking news. Breaking news? Yes, this okay. is going to break the world. All the nerds and geeks out there gather around. All right, I'm kind of a nerd and geek. Well, Eric Abels well, yeah. was selected 
by SEMA. What? Yes. To what? Go, to go on the power tour. What? The hot rod power tour. What is the hot rod power tour? I, I, you, you never... What? No. How I mean, I was at SEMA. Me? How do I not know about this? Well, you know what Hot Rod Magazine is? Yes. Right? Well, they came up with years ago doing this power tour. Getting everybody out in their cars and traveling from city to city to city. Kind of like the Gold Rush Rally. Right. But more of... Not uh, really like a timed thing? No, just, it's not a just timed cruising. thing. It's just a cruise thing. So it's like, cool, we're going to cruise from this point. We're going to hang out here. Yeah. We're going to go to this drag strip. Then we are going to, you know, like they're going to hit Baytown. Then they're going to turn around and go on up to Austin and hit Coda. Is he taking the town car the whole time? No. What's he taking? What's he? I threw him the keys to Penzilla. <gasps> what? Yeah. I, you know, here's the kid, right? He, yeah. He helped build the car. Yeah. You know. He works hard. He works real hard. He deserves throwing a bone. You know. Absolutely. This is a huge opportunity for him to go out there. So I'm calling it the Meet the Geek Tour. <laughs> <laughs> they call it the Hot Rod Power Tour. I call it the Meet the Geek Tour. It could be both. Yeah. Well, you just look for the guy in the lab coat and the wild looking GTR. That's awesome. Yeah. So now, I mean, he's real fired up about it. He's excited about it. This is like a bonus for me. They're going to put a perfect stranger, somebody else, a part of the young executives network right. SEMA in the car with him. Oh. <laughs> do you know what you need to do? You need to hide a recording device in there so we can see what kind of conversations those two are going to have. It might be none. Right. I know. <laughs> if you put two geeks together. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sound of silence. silence. You guys actually got to go see um, our buddy Spider Empowerment 5000 in Dallas. You're not kidding. Yeah. I, I hooked it up. You did. Who's the man? At the tree. Right. Right. I That's got you guys. That's the wildest place. Do you know I got... List? I got I parked right up front. Yeah? The VIP? No, I got there two hours early. <laughs> <laughs> well, the night after you guys went and saw him, they were here in, in my town, and I went and saw him. And, because he's my friend, went and hung out with him right after the show in, in their touring van, which is kind of tiny. <laughs> it's <laughs> not we, like the touring bus, is it? It's not, but we got a great interview because all the guys were right there next to each other. Oh, that made it nice, so it's all condensed. It is all condensed, and uh, this is my interview with Spider from Power Man 5000. Get out. Let's hear it. Skidmark Show backstage. And here's a quick little behind the scenes note for you too. Notice at the beginning of the interview, before we officially start, me and Spider and the guys were talking about touring laundry and how bad it smells. Not washing any uh, stage clothes. Anyway. <laughs> it's like, it goes through like, it's like it smells okay in the beginning and then it kind of smells like normal BO. And then, and then we noticed it was a stage where it almost smelled good. I was like, hey, this kind of smells like oatmeal or something. <laughs> Pancakes. And then and then once you got past that, it was just... So like you started and then there was like a decent stage. And yeah. then there was like a horrendous stage. <laughs> and then it got good again. I, I, but now what stage are we at? Now, now? now it's almost like a rotting corpse. It's okay. Like, you know, well, yeah. because I was there when I took you and the guys and bags of laundry yeah. to a laundromat That's because right. you had nothing else to do. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, how long have you been in this tour? Uh, oh, wait, hang on. Let me do uh, the, the official yes. intro. Skid Mark Show. It's Ethan D. Hanging out with Spider, Power Man 5000, and the guys in the band. Yes, so all, everybody's around somewhere. Hey. Hey. Everybody say hi. 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 All right. Speaking of which, introduce everybody because these are different guys than the last time. Are I, they? Okay. Yeah, most of them are. Well, I'll let them introduce themselves if they can. Everybody say hi. Hey, hey what's, what's up? up? Hi. 
Hey, I'm Nick. I play guitar. I'm Ty. I play the other guitar. Hi, I'm Rattan. I play the harmonica. <laughs> harmonica is the best. I'm Merv. I clean the uniforms badly, and I, I play bass. Okay, if he cleans the uniforms, mm. and you guys smell this bad, yeah. fire his yeah, ass. He's a horrible cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm so glad to see you back. I yeah, it's been a it's been a while since we've been in Lubbock, and you guys are still as nutty as ever. It's well, amazing. of course we are. Yeah. I I had to say that I'm I'm really happy. You know, technology changes so fast these days, and from the last time I saw you and then tonight you guys have so much more like cooler outfits yeah we like light up now and shit yeah and you got lasers <laughs> and shit flying off the drumsticks and yeah, stuff I know we're the first band ever with the laser drumsticks it's amazing I know I think you are it's pretty and, badass and lasers off of all the bass guitars and regular mm -hmm. guitars now I did notice this um, your skull in the middle of your breastplate was red. Yes. Theirs was yellow. Yes. So you're the king. Well, yeah, and that also harkens back to the old day. If you remember the in the Tonight the Stars Revolt days, yes. the uh, the suits that we wore back then, mine had red and the other guys had yellow. So it's sort of a, a little throwback to the old days. So. I do remember that. The mask with the lights <laughs> on the eyes. Yeah. I mean, how how many rooms full of shit do you have I right have, now? Uh, they're all just thrown in the garage. <laughs> I do want to invest in some mannequins, and I'm going to make my own little, like, you know, like Gene Simmons has his house. It's just like a, a shrine to himself. I'm going to do it, but it's going to be like a one-car garage. You you're know? creeping me out right now. I can see, because I know how many costume changes you've gone through. And if you have that many mannequins, cover with that many garage and talk to myself, talk to my old self. You know. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'll be me. Okay, so um, what, are you, what are you doing now? Now we're going home. Now we were out for four weeks. The first half of the tour was us and Head PE, and then the second half was just us right. doing our own thing. And then we go home, and uh, we're starting working on a new record, so that's well, kind of exciting. that was basically my next question, yeah. is when is the new record coming God, out? who knows, but... Uh, but you're working on we it. We are working. We have a few good ideas, and uh, hopefully it won't take that long to get it done. But uh, I hope not, yeah. because I've been waiting long enough. Yeah, it's been two years since then. I know, and I've been calling and calling Calling and your calling, local radio station. And you never answer. No, you never call me. No, I, I do call you. I don't think I have the I right looking, number. I was just looking for your number. I have like three different ones, but I won't mention what they are. Either. Okay, we'll fix All that before air, we yeah. go. All right, so you got the guys in the band. You got the new album coming out. Um, let's talk cars. You know, Skid Marks, this show, oh. it's about cars and rock stars. Okay. You got the rock star thing. We all know your brother likes some vintage stuff. You, Power Man 5000, the whole band, the mm -hmm. whole concept, everything about it has always been modern, new, right. tech, you know, uh, Blade Runner yeah. kind of shit. Right. So, when it comes to you and cars, forget the fact that you got the wife and the kids, uh, which is hard to do. But if you had like a dream car that you could buy, what would you buy? Well, I mean, honestly, I, I know this is the, the worst answer possible for your show, but I'm not like a huge car aficionado. But I do have a car that I love, which is the fucking new Challenger because it's fast as shit. And so I have a 2015 Challenger, and it's I love it because. And it, you can get the wife and the kids in there, and everybody's well, happy. The wife is 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 no longer in the picture, but that's fine. <laughs> but the kids go, the kids fit in it just fine. <laughs> and, well, you know, my wife's no longer yeah. in the picture oh, either. Yes. So let's marry each other, and then we'll have. But uh, but I love you know why I love that car because it's it's super fucking. Fast and but it looks like an old school muscle car. It like, does. Like it of really all does. the new muscle cars of the you know the Camaros and all like the the Challenger to me is the, the coolest looking one. So well, and that's what I always thought was funny. I mean, everybody knows your band Power Man Five Thousand has always been more about modern technology. I always saw you as a more modern guy, and yeah. this new Challenger I think fits you well, so well. You. I mean, because there's no jetpacks available, I'll have to sell for the Challenger. You know? well, but there are jetpacks available. They're just more expensive than uh, a Challenger. Shit, I can't afford a jetpack. <laughs> 
But the, Nick's, a, Nick's, a, Nick's a car guy. He knows about cars. He uh, he he doesn't have one, but he knows about. Them. All right, so so I used to. I just wrecked my car. Nick's a car guy who doesn't own one. What's your favorite car, Nick? I like the Skyline GTR. You know, that's actually the car that right now uh, Jeff and Meg are racing across the Gold Rush. They have a Skyline GTR. Yeah, no, seriously, it's a good one. Yeah, they've got new ground effects for it and everything. So what we need to do is we need to bring you out. Yes. To the Gold Rush, which is kicking off in Boston with Ben Affleck, and you can look at their car because they don't let anybody drive it. Oh, like, no, of course, I want to drive one so bad. Yeah, they don't let me drive it. Oh, so, man. <laughs> well, I'll go out and party, and we'll have Power Man open up the show. Well, yeah, where is this? Uh, Boston. I know that city. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like up there. I live there. So I, they they I think they still like me there. Like, your your family has a they, connection they, to there, they right? They don't like me anymore. I don't know. It's been a while. You know, when you leave Boston, you go to the West Coast. You, you're a freaking sellout. <laughs> is that what happens? Mm -hmm. There he is. There you he go. Went fucking Hollywood on us. Here he goes. <laughs> you had one show on MTV. I wouldn't consider that no, going Hollywood. No, I'm still an East Coast knucklehead at heart. So. By the way, what happened to that show? Ah, uh, MTV, you know, screwed it up. It MTV was, did what MTV does. They decided that, uh, even though the ratings were awesome, the show was awesome, they decided that they wanted to skew their programming 100% female. So, <laughs> I guess Exploding Zombie Heads was not female programming. So That is so we'll douchebag in a suit and tie. We'll get a next one. We'll get another one. So. How is the work on Penzilla coming? Because, um... Man, it's incredible. I can't... I mean, you probably can't see my smile through the radio. I mean, you can. I can. They I'm, can't. The listeners cannot see this smile. They can but hear it. I can it. tell you that I am so stoked about this car because it, it started coming together. And, I mean, we had a lot of obstacles. I'm telling you, anytime you're going to build a car, you know, and they always talk about, oh, TV is so fake, the deadlines, the drama. No, deadlines BS. are a real thing. This is real. I mean, every time, every corner we turned on this build, uh -huh. whether it was fitting the body kit and not having all the pieces there or <laughs> to tune in the car and having some issues. I mean, we went out and ran the car, man. And then we sent off all the data back to AMS and we get this email and it was almost like a cease and desist email. What? <laughs> it was all in capitals. It said, whatever you do, do not drive the car in boost. What? That means no boost. Oh. You know, so you could drive it, but don't don't get it to... Like, you do this and you will break it. Yes. Like, because I will break you. What happened was, they use this boost controller. And yeah. they use it for all the Alpha projects. Alpha 9, they use it. And then 10 and beyond, yeah. they use it. But what they do is they flip it around. So, in this world that we live in nowadays, which I'd love to get into you with it, but it's going to be a long story, uh -huh. is the fact of no instructions. Oh. Nobody ever sends anything with instructions anymore. When did that start happening? Because because I know when I was growing up as a kid, my dad put my toys together for Christmas, and yeah. half the time they were put together wrong because he didn't read the instructions. Right, but you have to send them so people can ignore them. Exactly, but now they don't even send them. Oh. So you have to research all that stuff. So what had happened was we actually had the boost controller in the wrong way. Uh-oh. So when we went out and ran it, I tell you what, dude, if you could have seen my cheeks were peeled back in the back seat. I'm serious. Really? Oh, yeah. I look like I had jowls. Like so a it, big did, old it didn't like, boxer. since it was backwards, it didn't automatically make you start going backwards, did it? No. Oh, okay. Let me tell you something. We pulled 31 pounds of boost on that bad boy. Damn! Yeah. I don't even know what the horsepower would have been on that pull. 
Okay, so you got you to take fast. it for a ride. Yeah, so basically, the Alpha 9 Plus, mm-hmm. you're going to be pulling down 950 to 1,000 horsepower. That's a lot of ponies. Right? But think about this. The boost controller was in backwards. Right. And what we found out was that was actually what they do for an Alpha 10 and above. Oh. So there could have been like 1,500 horsepower running through that car. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was So why are you quick. putting it on right if it's giving you more horsepower the other well, way? Well, because you can't run a car at 31 pounds of boost for too long and have a car that's running. Well, this is true. Right. So we had to put it back and it's got to be conservative. I mean, think about this coast to coast. Yeah. You don't know what the fuel quality is, your elevation changes, all that stuff in this car. And I got to make it from point A to point B, baby. So they do that for 10 and above, but why can't you do, is your car not worth a 10 and above? Well, it totally is, but it's a 2014 GTR. So when you're talking about those cars right there and you're going to keep with the stock configuration, which is what we decided to do. So they're up to 2016 and 17 GTR. No, 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 no. no. When, when, when I say alpha 10 and above, yeah. what we're talking about is horsepower. Oh. We're talking about turbos. We're talking about wastegates. We're talking about boost controllers. We're talking about, they even actually came out with a car called the Alpha G. Oh, very And nice. that thing is setting records all over the world right now. So where are you taking Penzilla to go test out this 1500 horsepower backwards turbo? No, no, no. We're going to dial her back in. Oh, okay. She's going to be about 950 to 1000. That's, is, that's plenty. That's right? acceptable. Yeah, it's acceptable. It'll get it's you from A to B. And we're going to actually unleash the beast in Boston at the start of the Gold Rush Rally. Where is the Gold Rush Rally ending? Los Angeles. Damn, that's all the way across the country. That's right. And that's why the car's got to be dependable. Yeah. And that's why I was like, you know what? A thousand horsepower, you're pushing the threshold on a, on a stock vehicle. Yeah. And what I mean by stock is I'm talking internals in the engine. The GTR, it's weak link is the connecting rods. Yeah. So if you want to beef one up and take it above a thousand horsepower, you got to pull the motor out, break it down, you know, use forged everything, put it back together, and then you can take it and switch that boost controller and run 1200, 1300, 1800 horsepower. Oh. Okay. See what I mean? So yeah. we got to dial it in and we got to keep it conservative because when I'm out from Boston all the way to LA, I don't know what kind of fuel quality I'm going to get. I'm going to stop at shell stations, but some of them are going to have 93 octane. Some are only going to have 91. This is true. You never know what you're going to get in elevation changes and all that. So I want to keep it dialed in. They're going to send me three tunes from AMS, depending on what fuel I'm running in it. So we're just going to go out there and have a great time. Now I heard you were doing some really badass, sweet new graphics on it. What are you adding? What Sick is- graphics. Sick graphics. I like it. Okay. I mean, this car is gone from a car that was wrapped last year in uh-huh. stock. I mean, we put some wheels and tires on it last year. We yeah, got the, the forge lines. lines. But this year, went over the top. Started with the prior design flares and front bumper. Uh-huh. Then we moved to the APR all-carbon, visual carbon wing. I mean, oh, this I thing is those. sick. Those are and awesome. it's wide. You know, it's, it, it really finished off the car. And now the car's got hips. It's got style. That front nose from prior design, it's it almost like it wants to eat you. Right. I mean, it almost looks like a, one of those, I almost want to say the shark from Sharknado. But you know, just that, <laughs> that kind of pissed off look? Yeah, yeah. That's what she looks like like now so she's got a whole new attitude to keep and the red forge line wheels no 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 no, no. we ditched those okay booyah red forge lines poof we're gone what's on it now now we've got translucent copper what yeah and wider because wider's uh, better baby wider's always better now that we flared it we had to go wider wheels wider tires except the new girlfriend wider. well <laughs> <laughs> it worked for the kardashians uh, so Anyway, <laughs> the other cool thing about this is we've got, you know, not only everything we've done under the hood with AMS, but you can see it from the exhaust. HKS Legamax exhaust. <laughs> that almost sounds uh, It sounds like erotic. a toy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Mom, you know what I want for Christmas? <laughs> I want the Legomax. I want the Legomax. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's got those, you know, really cool, like the burnt blue tips. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, she sounds unbelievable. I don't even want to turn on the radio anymore because the car sounds so sick. Oh, wow. I mean, the throaty exhaust now. I mean, it's just beautiful. 
beautiful. That's a modern car. It's pretty well built, so it's not like you got a whole lot of engine noise coming into the cabin. But no, but if you ever heard a stock GTR, it yeah. almost sounds like a little bit better than a Dyson vacuum. Oh, okay. Because you hit the start button, it's like... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and... <laughs> Hey, your car sucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now it doesn't. It blows. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. No, like that? no it's more like a. <laughs> oh. Is it one of those and where you, when you hear it start, you just want to sit on it and kind of go. <sighs> No, but what's really cool is in between the gears, yeah. it's got the big pop-off valves on it now. Oh. And they're like double D size. Yeah. So when you hear when you shift, it's like psh, psh, psh. Oh dude, it's awesome. Okay, you're gonna have to like record that, like get us some audio for that. You think? Audio, yeah. You didn't like my audio? <laughs> well, I mean yours is good. <laughs> but it's I, the Jeff Allen pop-off valve. Is that gonna be your white noise for when you go to sleep at exactly. night now? Psh, psh. <sighs> oh man, it's awesome. While the weather was hammering the Metroplex, Jeff decided to go out and play in the rain in the car and crush some cones at the SCCA. And I got him on the phone in the middle of it. You could tell he sounds out of breath. Skid Marks on the road with Jeff. Hello. Hey, what's happening, brother man? Hey, man, nothing but killing cones, brother. You killing cones? You had another race? I am. I'm out here at Texas Motor Speedway for the SCCA Solo Challenge. It's incredible. These guys are balls to the wall. We are running in severe weather. I know. I don't even know how to describe it. I saw some of the pictures earlier. It was like a flood warning. Yeah, we had a flood warning this morning, and guess what? These guys don't care. They're like, you know what? What? The more the merrier. And I tell you what, for anybody, and I mean anybody, even young kids that are getting ready to get their license and stuff, they need to do something like this. You talk about car control. Unbelievable. Now, how hard is it out there since you're at Texas Motor Speedway, which is designed on the main track to run sometimes in the rain, but uh, you guys aren't running on the main track, right? Are you on the infield? No, we're actually out where the bus parking lot is. And what it all it is is this very intricate course of cones that are set up to challenge you. So, like, everything's like you start out in... Um, and you got to do like a tight 45-degree angle to come out into a slalom. Very little straightaways. Nothing is straightforward. There's a lot of corners in there, a lot of heavy braking. I'm enjoying it because I've never gotten the opportunity to race in the rain. I've seen Le Mans on TV. I've seen Sebring. I've seen all those major races, and you always see them running in the rain. And I thought for sure when I signed up for this deal, hey, if it's raining, they're going to cancel. Not these guys. These guys are serious. So since you're in the parking lot, does that mean that there are little areas, low-lying areas, where there's still puddles? Oh. Oh man, that's what I mean. They 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 haven't cleared the they didn't clear the course. They just set cones up. So there's low-lying areas. I mean, half the time I was out there, I was hydroplaning. I look like a boat with the M3 <laughs> going through the course. Well, that's another thing you got to let everybody know. You're in the four-door BMW M3 right now. That's right. This You're... is my SCCA autocross car. You've been in it before. You know how it is. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun with four doors. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but that thing can get loose on you if you're not careful. Well, yeah, and that's what's exciting about this. Is it's like you could bring any car out here that'll pass tech inspection and get out here. You don't have to be Joe Racer. You don't need a roll cage. You don't need a fire suppression system.
them. You just have to have fun and have a good attitude and come out here and learn about car control. And I can't tell you enough about how many people are on the road. And you know this too from Lubbock to Dallas drivers. There's a lot of people that ought to be out here today learning how to control their car in a wet pavement. Oh yeah, no, nobody in the uh, West Texas area knows how to control their car on dry pavement. You add the wet and it's just stupid. Yeah, well you're not allowed to text and drive during the course. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you, it is something fun. I mean, it's something you got to get out and do. You could have brought out the Avalon and run it today. Well, you know, I haven't been doing anything else with the Avalon, so I might as well start racing it, right? Yeah, you might as well. And that, that's the cool part about this is, guys, there's all kinds of cars out here today. It's not just a bunch of Corvettes. It's not just a bunch of GTRs. I mean, there's all walks of life. I mean, there's Miatas. There's Volkswagens. You name it, it's in the parking lot today. And I thought for sure it was going to be an easy slam dunk win for me. I was going to show up today. Nobody else was going to be here. And I was going to take home a trophy. I tell you what, this parking lot is full. You would not believe how many people are here running in the race. Now, when it comes to SCCA, there are different classes of cars because there are vets in Skylines and there are just standard, regular, everyday driver cars, right? So, like, what class are you in with the Beamer? I'm in the C Street class, which is basically stock street class. My BMW has no modifications whatsoever other than I put a, a high-dollar set of, you know, race-inspired tires on it. She is bone stock. Well, that and the stickers. <laughs> well, you gotta have the stickers. I mean, I think if you're gonna do this and it's not your daily drive, you might as well have fun with it and play up to it. Absolutely. And, so, and, and you know what? Part of it may be a little intimidating, you know? Right. <laughs> this isn't all just on the track, baby. It's a mental game, too. Have you been walking up to the other guys in your class and just cold staring them down? I have. I have been. <laughs> and then and after that, I go, do you guys know where the restroom is? <laughs> you need to walk around with just a corn dog in your mouth the whole time, like, Arr. Well, the whole thing is it's, it's been raining here all day, and I just went out and did my whole rain, um, session. Now I've got to go out and work the track, which that's not going to be fun. No, not in the rain. Standing out in the rain. In fact, they're calling me right now, but I got to go out there and uh, hold a flag and be a cone monitor. Well, before you get out there on the track, what other cars are in your specific class and what do you think your odds are of taking a trophy home? Oh, my odds are really good. There's about seven people in my class, mostly Miatas, newer Miatas, uh, which is interesting. And the fact of the matter on this deal is they pair up all the cars based on horsepower and performance. So even though my car's a 98, M3, back in the day, that was the bomb, diggity. So it's 250 horsepower. So they try to pair it up equally with cars that are going to be running that same kind of horsepower, same kind of zero to 60 times, quarter mile times. The other neat thing about these guys is they're constantly watching the market and they're updating their list every six months. So six months from now, I may not be running with the Miatas. I may be running with a different group based on, you know, the way they set up the the chart. That's too bad because, I mean, just saying the word Miata is like, oh, I already got this. I can beat those. I tell you what, that that MX-5, that is a moving machine. And when it comes to killing cones, it's almost the perfect setup. That's a hard car to beat, believe it or not. Well, yeah, now it is. The more modern ones, definitely. But it's still a Miata. So, I mean, and nothing against Mazdas. Mazdas make fantastic cars. But the Miata, I wouldn't say that's the top of the line for a Mazda. No. It's, I, it's probably not the top of the line for the Mazda. I mean, the RX-7 to me will always have the crown right. top of the line for the Mazda. But I, what, what I will tell you is the MX-5 has come a long way from where it first started. And it's also been a favorite among SCCA guys because of its handling characteristics. It's lightweight. The power to weight ratio is on the money. Um, it's a, an extremely...
extremely smooth car and it handles really like it's on rails. So it's a tough car to beat in situations like this. You got to figure the car I'm running against is a 2016. Do the math on that. 2016 Miata, there's two of them in the class, against me and my 98 BMW. Yeah, that's a 17, <laughs> 18 year difference there. That is. And, you know, technology. I mean, think about the technology changes in just that short amount of time. Yeah, I'm so wondering. That MX-5 is, is, is a force to be reckoned with, that's for sure. Yeah, it's definitely got the computer technology in it for, uh, you know, better racing and cruising, which the 98 Beamers, they had some, but not a lot. No, but the good thing about them is they were high torque. You know, M3 has always been their race version. And uh, I tell you what, I love my car. I love it. It's the greatest car to come out and do some SCCA racing in. I am so proud to be here today in the rain. I've got my hefty bag on because I'm going to go out and work the course. So if you're, if you're driving by the DFW area and you come by Texas Motor Speedway, look for the six foot five guy wearing a dumpster bag. It's a skid marks poncho. It is. And it's so funny because, you know, it's one size fits all. So exactly. It was no problem for me. And it's got the drawstring at the bottom. <laughs> I, I opted for the contractor version, a little heavier weight. Oh, yeah. No drawstring. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. The contractor version, I think, fits your body shape a little better, you know? I think so, too. I thought, you know, when I was looking at them for this event, I said, contractor? Yeah, I can kind of fit that contractor look, especially if I bend over and show a little crack. <laughs> that's what everybody's looking for at the SCCA races is just enough crack to get you through the day. Well, you know what? It might somebody throw them off their game if they go ahead and hit a cone and they watch me bend over to get it. <laughs> it could be an eye-opening experience. Too bad you can't man the course while those Mazdas are on there and you could just mess with them the whole time. I know. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Look what you're racing against, Moon. Yeah, it's so cool. I can't believe, you know, so many events would have canceled today. I don't know if I can tell you all the things that I've done in my life and we've had to wait on rain. We've had to dry the track. We've had to do this, do that. And these are real life situations because unlike driving on a track when it's dry, I mean, I'm not saying anybody can't do that, but they can. Right. But the opportunity to come out and it's pouring rain, Ethan. I mean, it's been nonstop. I felt like every time I went out on the course, it actually dumped harder just because it knew I was going to run. But to have that availability to somebody to go out and experience what their car is going to do under those circumstances, because once you add water to any kind of sporting event, especially motorsports, the outcome is going to be completely different. Yeah, there's no guarantee in anything when it's raining like that. Yeah, I mean, basically every time I crossed the finish line, this BMW was sideways. <laughs> so it's more fun. Yeah, well, that's what I, I got out of it. I was having a ball, but I was also, it was testing the, the bounds of what the car is capable of doing and how well it was going to hold up. And I tell you what, she did wonderful. I'm very proud of it. Um, I can't wait to come out here and do this again when it's drier, but I, I tell you what, I'll never shy away if it's raining. I, it's, it's been a blast. Well, we'll have to look up that old video that we made when we were first starting the show of us in the Beamer at the other SCCA and put that up on the website for everybody to see, have an inside the car view. Yeah, I actually put a GoPro on the roof and I don't know if it caught anything because you know how GoPros are. By the time I got in line and by the time I did my first run, it could have run out of, uh, you know, battery juice. But right. we'll see if we caught that. Plus, the funny thing was my, my windshield kept steaming up on me. So I, I was constantly wiping my windshield out. So I got a lot of practice at cleaning my windshield. Well, cleaning your windshield while you were running the track? Yeah, well, I mean, no. I would clean it right before I would go and then, you know, from there it was like, ah, if it fogs up, I'm just going to kind of follow the cones the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> and thank goodness they're bright and orange. At least they're easier to see. Yeah, and you know what? I got to give it to the old M3. I mean, when they made these E36 cars, I mean, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with in the future as far as collectability goes. Megan was the right person. When we, when I bought this car, originally I was going to pull this motor and trans out and put it like at a 2002 or a 320i BMW and make kind of a resto mod out of a Beamer. And she said, man, it's too nice in these 
these cars are hard to find. Just just keep it the way it is. And I'm so glad I did because now I've got my autocross car and I just have a ball with it. It's just so much fun. I think everybody should do it. You know, I've got about $2,800 wrapped into my SCCA autocross car. Wow, that's nothing. That's nothing. And I'm telling you, to come out and have this much fun, it cost me $55 to run today. Yeah, my clothes are soaked. I'm wearing a trash bag. It's not a fashion show. It's an autocross. We're out here killing cones at Texas Motor Speedway. We got the coolest thing that we are going to be at coming up in June. It's epic. It is epic. Tell everybody about it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Ferrari man. What do you mean? Ferrari. Tell everybody about You're it. You're the Ferrari man. It's the annual Ferrari meeting. Right. The Like the, the annual Ferrari meeting. Let me go back in time and okay. just paint this picture for you. All right. When I was dating Meg, I used to take her to all these little Ferrari things that went on in California. Uh-huh. One of them was Red on Rodeo. Oh. And all these Ferraris. And swanky. All these, oh, very swanky, right? And yep. Everybody's drinking champagne and wine and talking Italian and they're getting in these Ferraris that half of them I don't fit in. But hey, I was there. I was part of the action, right? Right. We we drove up in a clapped out old BMW. But hey, it was fun, right? (laughs) So for years, I always wanted, I kept saying to Meg, I go, there's got to be a bigger event than Red on Rodale. There's got to be a bigger event. And finally, with the birth of the internet, yeah. I looked it up and it said the Ferrari annual meet. The way it sounded, it was sounded like a meeting. Right. And I was working in the car business. I mean, on the retail side, suit and tie, going to all these corporate meetings. I wanted nothing to do with a meeting. I told Megan, let's forget about that. We're never going to that deal. Because any car meet, no thanks. No, I don't want to go over. Have you ever been cars. to a car, a car club meet? No. Oh my god. They goodness. sound boring. Let's go over the minutes from the uh, last meeting. No, that's like <laughs> Business meetings. And it's ah. always in the back of some rustic uh, Mexican food restaurant. I don't know why, but that's what they all are. And, it, <laughs> and I'm not even talking just Texas. At least we you were get in California and, and Megan and I first started, you know, hanging out. We got our house. I bought her a Corvette convertible and I thought, hey, we don't know anybody in San Diego. Yeah. Let's join a car club. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm, one meeting, we were done. Yeah. Chips and salsa, we're out the door. But this one is going to be like cool. This, this is, is going to be epic. And since I was a kid, I wanted to do something like this. Think about this. We're going to go to where there's nothing but Ferraris. Man. I mean, there's no intermingling. Right. Okay. The Ferrari. It's Ferrari, only. baby. I mean, some guys will probably show up in some other stuff just to be like, hey, here I am. Do they give me a Ferrari to show up in since I don't have one? they like, no, here's your loaner? No, no, yeah. no Ferrari loaner. Sorry. But we're lucky enough we get to do our show from there. Oh, that's right. Skidmark's show is going where no man or podcast has gone before. The annual Ferrari meet. And one of the cool things is this is sponsored by Shell, which is the reason we're going to be there. That's right. Because they're friends of ours and we're going to be hanging out, checking everything out on the Sunday, but the Saturday before we're recording. But this isn't just the annual Ferrari meet. This is like, what, three, four, five, a billion days of everything Ferrari, like the most awesome Ferrari stuff there is, right? Yes, and I'm going to kick myself in the ass once I get there and realize what I've missed for all these years. Because you didn't sign up earlier. That's right. But I'm so excited to get there because think about this, Concourse the Elegance. Oh. They're going to be on the track. And we're not talking about just new Ferraris on the track. These guys take vintage Ferraris out on the track. We're talking about 365 GTBs. These are million dollar cars Yes, plus. and they're going wheel to wheel against other guys in Ferraris with, you know, I mean, hey, that's pretty ballsy. Right. And not only that, they're going to do a shell pleasure drive. Right. Where they're going to go through town and through all these little places up there. And it, that's cool, man. It's that everything cool. Ferrari. So the what bad you... part about this is you're going to be in hog heaven because guess what? You're what? about the typical shape for uh-huh. a Ferrari owner. Right. Me, anything Ferrari doesn't fit. So I'm going to look at handbags and luggage. 
huge. <laughs> well, I was about to say, because some of us don't actually own a Ferrari, so when they're doing the drives, what do I do? Do I go shopping? Yeah, uh, that's probably a good idea. And I go buy Ferrari stuff that is an actual, an actual Ferrari? Well, I can actually, the hats fit me. Okay. So I can get a hat. <laughs> but the other thing I can do, too, because I'm bringing my empty trailer. Yeah. I might just buy a Ferrari when I'm there. What? Get out. The whole thing's going to go down. Columbus, Ohio. It is June 18th to the 22nd. On the 18th, we're going to be recording the show live. That's incredible. On the 19th, we're going to be walking around checking out the concourse. And it's all thanks to our friends at Shell V-Power who are sponsoring the thing and making sure that we get to go up there and hang out, which is like, sweet, guys. Thanks for the free trip to Ferrari heaven. Next episode, baby. I'm on the road. You are. You're going to be not just any road. You're going to be on like all the roads. From I am going to be on the road with 100 exotic cars. From East Coast coast to west coast all over the place yeah we're starting in boston in and in la baby and we're gonna do tale of the dragon we're gonna hit the four wide in north carolina now the the tale of the dragon is that really cool it's a north carolina uh road right yes it is with like unbelievable turns awesome it's like 11 miles of just the craziest road you've ever been on sweet yeah so we're gonna run the tale of the dragon okay then we get to go think about this that would just be an experience in itself. Right. It is now an experience we're going to go four wide in North Carolina. Four wide? Yeah. What's four wide. It's a drag strip. Four cars running at the same time, baby. What? Yeah. Wow. Then we're going to bounce on over to Pikes Peak. We're doing Pikes Peak. Back at Pikes Peak. Top. Love yep. it. No, but we're going all the way top. We're oh. running Pikes Peak. Last time I was there, I was on the airstrip. Right. Now we're running the whole thing up. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Then we're going to bounce over to Vegas. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and in Vegas, we're going to hit the racetrack there. And, uh, Hopefully you well, that's actually more of a road course. bounce back out of Vegas because there's a lot of people that have gone there and never been seen from again. Well, I'm not going to throw the keys to the GTR on the roulette table. Let's I was put about it that to way. say, don't. <laughs> We're going to end up in LA at the Stable Center. And guess what? I'm giving shirts out all the way. Awesome. So if you can catch us on the road, I'm going to give you some swag. Next episode of Skidmark Show, you can always download us on iTunes and everywhere on the internet. Podbean, SoundCloud. Skidmarkshow.com. You got it.